Welcome to the Intelligent Investing Podcast, where modern portfolio theory can suck it. A student of the school of Graham and Doddsville and a clergy member of the Church of Warren Buffett, here's your host, Eric Schlein. Hi, this is Eric Schlein. You are listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast. And today we have on Evan Blaker from NetNet Hunter. How's it going, man? Hey, good. Nice to talk to you again. Yeah, we had a, I know, a nice little conversation before this. It's oh, 25 minutes of, of talking. Anyway, I wanted to bring you on to discuss Westdale. So you are a shareholder. Is that correct? That is correct. All it's, right. And uh, full disclosure, I also am a shareholder. So, right. And I have the right to yeah. buy and sell anytime without notice. And this is not a buy and sell recommendation. And this is not investment advice. And you can do your own due diligence and don't take anything I say as investment advice. Okay. Same here. Yeah. So for uh, listeners who do not know about the company, why don't you give them a little overview of what the business is and, and what had you look sure. at? Sure. It's Westel Technologies. It's trading over the counter. The ticker is WSTL. And just so, you know, anybody who's looking it up right now, you're not going to be able to find the information on most, most stock databases. You have to go to the OTC markets website to find their data because that's where they're filing now. So this is a tiny telecom equipment service or sorry, equipment provider. They make in-building wireless communications equipment, IoT equipment for factories. Plus they make stuff like cabinets, connectors, and other sort of odds and ends for the communication systems. So telecom is, or telecom equipment is where you're going to find them in the industry classifications. The market cap is absolutely tiny. When I wrote the, this these data points up last night, it was trading at, I think, 11.8 million in market cap. That's US dollars. Um, and so that's basically the company. If you're looking at what the value is, I'm valuing this company on a liquidation value uh, basis. So net current asset value. It's a quintessential net. So you can buy this company below what I estimate to be a conservative estimate of liquidation value. And so that liquidation value comes in at about 17.6 million or about a dollar 60 a share. Right now the company is trading for about a buck a share on the OTC markets. Also they have net cash of about 62 cents a share. That liquidation value is pretty high quality. In terms yeah. of the balance sheet, you're looking at about a 4.5x current ratio. And they have almost no debt, something like 7%. So that's basically the company in a nutshell. Interesting. And what do you like about it as a net net? It's not a, just any net on a screen. Yeah, what I like to do is I've radically simplified my net approach. And I've come up with three general questions that I look at. First, I look at what's the discount. Second, I look at is the business stable? So in other words, is the not burning uh, cash, not burning cash, not burning net current asset value. If it's valued at a PE basis, those earnings are stable, that kind of thing. There's nothing to come around to sync the company in terms of a balance sheet issue or something. And then the real meat of the strategy really comes down to number three. And that's what is it about the company that makes you think that the operating performance and the stock is going to be far better in the future? And this is really where Westel comes in to its own heads and shoulders above other sorts of companies. 
And it really comes down to that 5G rollout that is just now getting underway in 2021. I've discussed this previously with you, but telecom and uh, wireless networks specifically or cellular networks, they go through phases or cycles where the technology evolves and then the carriers have to spend a bunch of money and upgrade all their networks. And it's very cyclical in nature. And we are now coming up, or we've now just entered, I should say, one of the largest carrier network upgrades ever. This is probably going to be as large or larger than the original cellular network built out by the carriers. So yeah, very big. And obviously, whenever you have these rollouts, anybody who's putting up the equipment, like the service providers, or selling the equipment they are going to be doing very well compared to where they have been previously. And so Westel is one of those companies. Right. And this is for the 5G rollout, is that correct? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So here you have a company where trading at a steep discount to liquidation value, there's a potential catalyst. They're not you know, burning cash every year. I will add the, the new CEO doesn't seem to be an idiot either. Definitely not. Yeah. Have you yeah. talked to him? I have actually talked to him uh, just about the share trading or how the shares were trading. If your audience is new to the whole OTC markets, uh, dark companies issues that happened with the SEC, just, I guess, at the end of the summer, we, we were at a point where any company that wasn't really filing timely financials or, or weren't providing any financials at all, Basically, they can't be quoted legally. Mm. The SEC prevented them from being quoted. And therefore, a lot of brokers said that they weren't tradable. So Westel deregistered with the SEC, which is not in and of itself uncommon. No, and they were sa- they saved about it's like 900000 a year that they're saving because of yeah. that. Yeah, it's a big deal for them. Yeah. And so if you're looking at Coke and they're, I don't know, $100 billion in sales or a couple hundred billion dollars in sales, 900000 is not that much. But when your market cap is 11.5 <laughs> and you're, yeah, that could be the difference between really breaking even and not breaking even. Yeah, it's a huge cost savings for them. So that's why they deregistered. And then there is some question about whether they're going to be able to update their OTC filings so they're quotable. Yeah. And they got past that. So I talked to him. He seemed uh, pretty personable. Well, I, I think the other thing that was a plus, and again, he could be just BSing, but he did bring up that they do have internal um, rate of return target. And he said they were actually quite high. And they tried to push him on what that was. And he says it's well into the double digits. And he actually said so that even if they screw up, there's still a lot of wiggle room to still be profitable. Yeah, And that was a major plus that he even said that because a lot of these companies selling equipment, which is notoriously a really bad business, normalized over time. Often these companies are just trying to max out sales or max out earnings so they get their boost. Where he was, he, he the fact that he even brought up capital allocation was, was a huge deal to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the definitely. truth is, as long as they're not dumb, that's a huge deal like, with these net nets. Even if they're not super smart, just being not dumb could be the catalyst. Definitely. In this case, the 5G catalyst is, <laughs> yeah. is, is really what I like here. 
I've been searching a lot to find these tiny companies that are in the 5G space, and I haven't found a lot for some reason. I've been searching, you know, everywhere. Nothing that has. Well, I think, I think it's that a lot of these companies that are in the 5G space are doing a lot of other things too. Like Verizon's in the 5G space or. Right, right. So you have, yeah. So you have a lot of companies and maybe they have a 5G component, but no real pure plays. And Westel is not a, here play but they're they're damn close it's pretty high they're, they're yeah yeah interesting so. well simple enough i think it's uh you don't mind me asking what what did you allocate percentage of your portfolio is allocated to westell i'm embarrassed to say about 15 percent. so okay so it's pretty high <laughs> for, for a net investor that's a big chunk yeah because i know for you you talk about that and you often do 10 percent positions for yeah. net nets yeah i try to yeah okay. yeah Cool. So I, I overweighted this one a bit. And if it was traded in Canada without the OTC tradability issues that came up, I probably would have had 20% in it. Yeah. Um, I know that the business has been in free fall for the past few years, and then it seems to be now touching down on the landing pad. So they just pulled a profitable quarter, I think last quarter or the quarter before, and their business is picking up with the corporate spending. Yeah. Cool. All right. I think that's it. Pretty simple yeah. idea. No, but yeah, I don't know. This is one of the, the companies that I'm most excited about. Yeah, definitely something to look into if you're interested in net nets and definitely something to look into if you're into really tiny technology companies. Right on, man. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be following it and um, I'll have you on probably the next few months, I'm sure. Awesome. Yeah. All right, man. Sounds good. All right. I'll see you later. All right. Take care. Later, man. Thank you for listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast with Eric Schlein. If you'd like to connect with Eric for questions, comments, feedback, ideas, or to inquire about being on the show, please contact Eric at intelligentinvesting at gmail.com. So in the words of Charlie Munger, I have nothing to add.